All right, D's and W's, how are you doing? Welcome to the Matt Dean Show. Uh, no Dave Bradley here this week, but there he is. Hello. How are you, sexy Dave? I'm super sexy. How are you? All about Matt. Well, just don't get any funny ideas tonight, because remember, it's all about me. Yeah, yeah, I've I've read the new terms and conditions. Uh, yeah, I've signed yeah. the new, begrudgingly signed the new contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Give me three jars of beef paste and I'm anybody's. <laughs> he is mm. so easy to handle, Dave. Yeah, yeah, like a jar of beef paste. Yeah, it's, easy, easy. It's, it's, it's as easy to get your top off as it is to get a top off a jar of beef paste. Yeah, absolutely. so it's been an interesting. It's been an interesting uh, few days, Dave, since um, I said a few <laughs> things on the on the podcast. Uh, well, we both yeah. did actually, because um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we both said a few things that have upset some people. Uh, which is obviously very, very sad. Um, but yeah. tonight we have an opportunity to have a discussion about it in a civilised way. You'll see mm. callers at the bottom of the screen. Now, this was going to come in anyway because of the infamous Ben Bittner incident, but um, we need you all to have um, your face on camera before we're going to let you in. Um, and yeah. obviously, if you show anything inappropriate, you'll be you'll be out again. Uh, Tesla's got his top off again, but obviously that's uh, that has already been deemed... Uh, goes with the territory, doesn't it? Comes with the territory. Yeah, that. yeah, you know that's 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 just a that's a bonus. But um, yeah, and, and tonight, look, we're going to have a debate, right? I didn't take, I didn't call anybody personally by any names, and I didn't, you know, there was you've got a chance to talk now. Let's have a civilized conversation. If anyone starts name calling, and this includes you and me, Dave, then um, mm. you know it's not it's not one way traffic. We, we we can have a talk about the uh, about what any anything you want tonight related to latics. Well, let's not be confrontational. Let's not swear. Let's not throw insults at each other. Let's just try and have a debate about it and um, see if we can see if we can move forward with a few things. Because at the end of the day, we we all want our club to be successful, even though we might all have different ways of um, different ways of going about it. So, let's start with a new caller. I think it's a new caller. I'm not 100 percent sure. I've got you'll you'll tell me now. Let's bring Chris in. All right, Chris, have you called before, mate? Uh, no, first time, first time I've called. There we welcome, Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, both. Thank you for letting me on the Matt Dean show. That's really nice of you. It's no problem. No problem. Sorry, it's, a, it's the Matt Dean show featuring Sexy Dave Bradley. So get it oh, right. sorry, sorry. I just put that little in the bottom. Thank you. Um, yeah, I just I wanted to call in today. Obviously, I've seen a look at the hashtag. It's it's a bit mental. Um, I'm not a regular goer. I live in Lincoln. Um, we go semi-regularly um, with my brother and his and his nephews, um, who are now Oldham supporters, bless their hearts. Um, and kind of just from afar, I kind of wanted to give my kind of point of view on it. Um, now, I'm not uns within or uns without. I don't think... Don't think you have to be either. I, 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 he's the manager at the moment, and that's and that's what it is. There'll be other managers in the you know years to come, and 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 it will just be, and it will be the same. We've had some shit ones, we've had some good ones, and and that's just how it's been, really. Um, my my worry with Unsworth 
is, and this is just from a um, maybe a, a far looking in, and I've been around football for quite a long time, so I worry that he's starting to waste the feel good factor around the club. I think he's been in the job nearly a year, not a year yet, um, and. To hear the chance on Saturday, I was there on Saturday, to hear the chance on Saturday was disappointing. Um, but you can probably see an understanding with it um, because from a football point of view, I'm just not, sh- I'm just not sure. I, I worry that the defensive mentality that we have, that, that he is obviously working on day to day, every single day, is starting to flow through the players a little bit. Now, for an example, I'm not someone who's just going to spout rubbish and and just stick by their opinion, but I watched their centre midfielder. I think his name's Oldacre. He had longish hair in the centre midfield and he took a ball down on his chest 30 yards out from our goal, took a touch out his feet and sprayed it 30 yards, 40 yards to out wide to the to Colclough, I think it was, in the first half. And we didn't get within five yards of him. And that was the bit where I thought, oh, do you know, you're worried that working on being defensive and compact and all that starts to have a bit of a negative, turns it into a negative mindset. And and my worry is that we that the foot from a football point of view that we're starting to have a bit of a negative mindset. And it's hard to change that. It's hard to turn that boat around when you want to go and win a game and you want to go and push to to try and get something from from a game. Um, I think we were very lucky on Saturday. I think we we it was a it was daylight robbery really. Um, never did I never in the in the whole ninety five minutes did we did I think that we kind of took the game by the scruff of the neck and thought, actually, we're in with a chance here. Um, I think so that's we, kind we, of we, where I'm at with it. And and that's from someone who who looks from afar rather than who, obviously not somebody who's involved in it every, you know, there's people who go every week and you can kind of understand it, but I don't. So I, I kind of don't know if I have a different view or if I maybe see a bigger picture and my other point just one more point I don't want to waste anybody's time obviously but Unsworth himself if you've got to look from it from a business point of view from where we were a year ago to where we now where we are now as a as a club is very different and even the look the feel the sound everything is very different and David Unsworth's fingerprints are on that completely throughout even that, you know, you've done the podcasts in the new players' lounge. That's an Unsworth thing. I would guess the new dugouts are an Unsworth thing. I would guess a lot is so. His fingerprints are on a lot of stuff with in with regards to the club. That it isn't just a Lauren Benide head coach get him out of the club. It's a nothing. This is a guy who's hopefully entrenched and and should and hopefully. Windsor's over with his football, but he's entrenched in Oldham Athletic at the moment. So it's not just you. you I think if you if people want him gone, which you know this is their opinion, there's a lot more to it than just taking someone off a training pitch. 
it's the he he is basically pretty much the driving force. Him and Royal are probably the driving force for all the positive changes that we're seeing. That's um, a very, very, very good point. And he's, half, he's only halfway through as well. He's not yeah. even halfway, not even a third of the way through. And, no. and, and, and look, right, this is the thing that I've been hearing all kinds of stuff. You made some great points there. Uh, I think a, a, a manager will always want, first and foremost, his team to be difficult to beat because if they can't score then they can't win the game, right? So be it, I've got nothing wrong with with a manager wanting your team to be defensively solid. That every single winning t- side, and, and, and Manchester City, who won the trouble, are defensively solid, right? So yeah. that's part. But it needs, to be, it needs to be counterbalanced with good attacking intent. Now, the older shot game, we were all over them. We hammered them 5-1, right? So the flip side to, to that is that wasn't a defensive performance. The Halifax game wasn't a defensive performance. We had a good go at Halifax. We just couldn't break them down. Now, you can argue, well, that's not good enough, the fact that we couldn't break them down. But Halifax defended really well in that game. South End game, we've all written off as just, well, you don't know what went on there, right? So four games in, so we say it's just take three games. One where we've had a go, smashed them 5-1. One where we've gone and set up defensively away from home and taken a point. And another one where we struggled to break down a, a team at home and ultimately lost the game. That's football sometimes, right? That's three games. I don't think that that has determined anything one way or another. I think that there's too much variety in there. And I think that Unsworth, as a manager, is going to have different game plans for different games. And he's going to say, well, a game like Chesterfield away, we're happy to take a point. And he's going to say, hope, you know, Boreham Wood, that's going to be a tough one. A point at Boreham Wood would, would be a good point. Fans won't be happy if he sets up in the same way and we don't have an effective threat on the counter. That's the difference. We've got to have an attacking threat to score goals. So hopefully, maybe Devan Green will be back and that'll that'll give that something extra in the attacking lineup. Now, David Unsworth is an integral part of this new team of people that have been put together to rebuild our football club. And I've been saying this, Frank, Joe, the board... Um, everybody there, he's integral. And yeah. if you're shouting to get him out and you're slagging him out, he's doing loads of great work, he's working really, really hard, and you're basically saying, oh, no, no we're right behind you all, but um, but we hate this guy. Well, he's he's central figure to this team that they've assembled. It's a personal, it's an insult to these people that have assembled this team, and it's yeah. disrespectful. And I'm going to stand by that. And I, if anyone wants to counter that argument, come on and counter it. But I think he's he's in there. He's doing some great work, like you said. The stuff that maybe that he's not coming out and going, well, I've done this and I've done that. He might not be getting the credit for. It's not as simple. You're absolutely no. spot on as as just replacing your, your Lauren Benides and this that, and the other. It's also, I think he's a very clever guy. And I know people probably, people take the mickey because he wears a gilet and and I think he plays up a little bit to that and and, and stuff like that. But the, the comments about, I think Chesterfield are best team in the league, they're going to win the game, they're going to win the league, blah, blah, blah. It's not a, he's not stupid. It, it, it's kind of, I get that it may be, Comes a but he's not. He's saying it for a reason. There's, there's, there's no, there's no, and, and we, and if you look at David Unsworth as a player, as what he was like as a player, there was absolutely no backstep with David Unsworth, Unsworth as a player. He wouldn't have taken anything from anyone. So he's not saying those words, uh, 
you know, as gospel, he's saying that to, to just remove a little bit of the expectation, yeah. just dampen down a little bit of this, you know, we should be HMS piss the league and all that stuff that we, you know, people say. And I get it, we're starved, absolutely starved of any kind of anything, of any good <laughs> Oldham Athletic fans are starved completely of anything. So any sniff of anything and we go and we run with it. But he's got to kind of dampen that down. And that's what all these comments are about. People just need to, people need to kind of, I think you said it on the podcast. Now, I don't agree with everything you say, but you said it on the podcast is, I'm looking at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is, you know, 30,000 foot view is, he's, he's managing a full He's managing a fan base that is baying for success, baying. And he's got to do that in the route. If he'd have come out and said, you know what, we should have won that game and they were rubbish and we're the best team yeah. in the league and we we should win. It, I mean, can you? people would love it at the time, but we draw with Boreham Wood next week and he's the worst person in the world because he said those words. And it's just... He's... he's I think he's a shrewd guy. Now he's got to win me over slightly with his football. He's got to there's got to be a little bit more, I think, aggression in the football rather than there's there's being defensive and then there's being passive. And I'm not sure. And I think we're slowly getting into passive. Not I want to see a bit more aggression from it. But I think <laughs> look at where Oldham Athletic are today to where they were a year ago, and he is like you said, a catalyst and a driver of that. And that is my, so he, he's bought himself a lot of leeway with that. Yeah. Just to touch on your point, Chris, as well, you know, to say that we didn't, we didn't play that well. I think he set up in that way because he didn't want to, he said in the interview, didn't he? If you go, go at Chesterfield and go out all that attack, they'll carve you up. And I didn't want a basketball score. But if you look at the stats, Chesterfield had three on target, we had three on target. They had three off target, we had four off target. All right, they had eight corners, we had one. But other than that, in terms of chances and... Um, yeah, like, I do agree. Goals, I think, I think, I think for, me, what I, I think for me, what I'd like to have seen is at the hour mark, 60-minute mark, um, I thought they were there. They were there for the taking at 60-minute mark. I didn't think they were very good. I don't think they were as good as what we kind of maybe gave them credit for. Um, and I thought at the, at, the, at the hour mark, it was prime, really, just to have a bit of a, do you know what, let's play 10 yards for, further forward. Let's, you know, because Grig wasn't doing anything. I know he got a chance mid-second half, didn't he? But he, he didn't do anything with it. It was never a never a problem for us. And I just thought, and it was just, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for that kind of trigger to kind of take the handcuffs off a little bit. And it never came. And that was, that's the one thing that I would say. It's okay setting up defensive, play defensive, but there's got to be a point where you go, come on, we actually get something from this. And I'm not sure he did. He, he put Shearer in right midfield. Um, and it was just, I, I don't know. He, he'll have his reasons and we'll never find those reasons out. But I just wanted him just to, it was prime for somebody to take the momentum off him, to the momentum and push it forward. 
I think you touched on the point twelve months ago. What would you reckon would have happened if we, if Chesterfield had scored against us at the same point twelve months ago? Oh, we'd have we'd crumbled. Probably lost two, would have crumbled and lost three 0 So oh, yeah, the last, absolutely. The last game, we, we still got that result and we still got a point. And it's sort of the yeah, at the start of the game. You know, and it's an amazing point. point. It's a really good point. Yeah. You'd have taken it at the start of the season. You'd have, you know, mm-hmm. if you'd have said, right, we'll get a point even at Chesterfield. You go, yeah, sure. In the morning on Saturday, you would have took a point. Yeah, you would. You would have done. Just think. The thing is, the flow of the game. He had. He had an opportunity to kind of push. Just go a bit. Go for it a little bit. Um, I was for sure. And kind of didn't take it. Yeah, it was it. a really. It's been a brilliant call, Chris. We're, we're going to move on because obviously there's people waiting. But it's been a really, sure. really good call. But like, I think what I mean takeaways you can you can find positives and you can find negatives in everything in every single performance. There are what's I'm finding annoying is that there's a, a lot of people just focusing on the negatives and not focusing on the positives. And I think you've caught, summarized in this call that there are positives. In on and off the pitch, in in what Underworth is doing, I'm never, I've never been here to to tell you that everything he's doing is brilliant and that he he's the perfect manager. He's learning a lot as he goes along, and he makes mistakes. He'll be the first to admit it. But like you've said there, we're we're building a team which is difficult, more difficult to beat. You might say, well, look at Southend and look at Halifax, and I'd have to warm my hands up and say, okay, you know, I can't argue with that. But I think on the whole we're going to be much more difficult to beat this season than we were last season. And I think we're going to score a lot more goals and we're going to win a lot more games. And I think we're going to move considerably up the table. Chris, will you do me a favour? Yeah. Call in again. Yeah, yeah we'll do. do. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Of course. All Thanks, guys. All, all appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you. Care, no, thank Thanks you. Thanks, mate. It's really good. Good call, that one, it? Right, let's um let's let's follow up with the captain, see what you've got to say. Good evening, sir. <laughs> I'm in bed, that's why I've no top on. Mm. Anyway, Chris, very good uh, very good call from Chris because he uh, he's made a few points that I was I was gonna make myself to be honest, but um I, I think personally, you know, we, we at home we don't we've not set up defensively at home at all. Um, no, we we've, haven't. Been, we've been very attacking. All right, we got beat against Halifax, but um, I could take getting beat because it looked like there was a bit of effort and we give it a go. We just didn't execute very well. Um, we, we, you know, which, like you said, Matt, happens at times in football. Um, you said it before as well. Would I have took a point away at Chesterfield before, uh, well, 10 o'clock Saturday, like you said, Dave? Yes, I would. Absolutely. It was a Mourinho-esque point. Well, yeah. I think somebody's mentioned that on, on, on Twitter. Uh, we set up defensive late. We nicked a point. All right, we left it late. But... We, we managed to somehow get there, didn't we? Um, a point's a point, isn't it? Away from home. A point's take a it every point day. Away from home. I'd take it against bottom of the league a point away. Absolutely. Yeah. If you win all your own games and get a point away, you're going to be somewhere or somewhere near. Against the team who scored 10 goals and not lost a game. Exactly. I don't understand. I think that's what used to happen to Latics. They concede the 90th minute goal or the 96th minute goal to, lose, to, Absolutely. to either draw or, or lose the game. And yeah. there's that shifting mentality. I think it's, you know, it's not, I don't think it's a bad result at all. And under, without saying that Chesterfield are going to win the league, they might probably will. They probably will do it. And he's, he's being honest in his approach that they are 18 months ahead of us because that's but, a fact. So Dave, to be criticised for it, what's, what's the, what's the yeah, criticism about I, that? I, I think he's possibly playing mind games there. Yeah, um, yeah, Sir agreed, Alex, yeah, Sir Alex, Alex Ferguson were lauded for that for years. 
for playing mind games with Wenger and whoever else. Like, he wound Kevin Keegan up with a famous one. Um, so it maybe I don't think any games. well, and none of us on 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 the on the podcast predicted Latics to win the league this season. So, like, <laughs> we, we, we we've 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 all gone for top five, and we all think that we've got a good chance at prom- getting promotion. Um, but we've not. We don't think we're going to win the league. I think Chesterfield are more set up to win the league than we are, and that they are the like most likely the champions. Now that doesn't mean that they'll win it. We still have a chance, but like to have an expectation that that is the case, I think is you're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. Like yeah, of we, course. we've got finishing in the top five this season would be a massive step up from where we've come from and where we were last season. And if we get into the playoffs, if we get into the player final, like we, we could have a very successful season and not get promoted. You know, we could lose in the playoffs or whatever, but like, we don't know. And so to sort of like start like having this expectation of what we should and shouldn't be doing, I think is, is how you set yourself up for disappointment, to be honest. Yeah. I've said, um, I've said to a couple of mates, if we don't go up this season, I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, I think we need to finish sort of in and around the playoffs um, for a successful season or what you'd call the successful season. If we don't go up, it's not the end of the world. Um, we're 12 months on from building a team that probably can win the league. Momentum, um, Tez, is extremely important in football. And we our momentum has been tumbling down, 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 down in one way, one direction for 30 years. Agreed. And that reached the bottom of that last year, right? Yeah. Now we've got to start going up, generating the momentum in the opposite direction. And we are doing. But some people, for, for some people, that's not quick enough. <laughs> and like yeah. I, I, it kind of blows my mind honestly it blows my mind that the level of expectation that is set we're spending money in this league and we are equipping ourselves to to to, to start mounting for promotion but it doesn't mean that it's going to happen this season uh, yeah. there's no guarantees it's a nice Could refreshing I... change for us to to go and actually spend money for players instead yeah. of bringing in free, free agents uh, we're yeah. signing decent players that can play at a decent standard for the standard we're at um, we're signing league, than, what, league One players. We're signing yeah. League One players. Well, we can go back league. to signing Queens and Minerg if if they like, or Javaro uh, Dopamenko, or all these <laughs> French French lads and <laughs> whoever else from Spanish uh, French Division Seven semi pro. I'm half a boxer, half a footballer. But you know, Look, it's... Rex Rexham couldn't win, couldn't do it first time round when they signed Paul Mullin. You know what I mean, well, and it, and that as well as Paul Mullen, they signed a lot more players, and they still got beat by Grimsby in the in the. Um, did they get beat by Grimsby? Was it was it them in the final? I no, think it wasn't. It was, yeah, Grimsby. No, they, no Grimsby. No Grimsby beat Solihull. Didn't they? Ah, uh, yeah. I think it was, and uh, they got yeah. They, yeah, they got beat by Grimsby in that five four game, didn't they? Mm. Uh, so, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's not the end of the world if we don't go up, but these fans who've had thirty years, nothing. Instantaneously, won success. Yeah, someone's bought the club. They need to get a grip. The other other thing, as well, Dave, is the the personal name calling and insults needs to stop as well. These people with because you've got a difference of opinion, and then you start name calling and commenting on people's appearance. It's because they have the inability and they don't have the vocabulary to have an adult conversation and debate a point. 
the captain has spoken now, so there's no excuses. It's not. <laughs> it, 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 this might be the Matt Dean show, but the final word goes to the captain when it comes to this kind of stuff. So watch it. Watch your p's and q's, people. It's You're absolutely spot. You're absolutely spot on. There's been a lot of personal insults and a lot of people at the club don't. People at the club don't rise to it and 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 I don't get involved and fair enough. But it's honestly, it's been an absolute shambles. Um, nice. What's been going on um, over the last few days and stuff, but. Look, we're all football fans. If you can't dish it out, I mean, if you can't take it, don't dish it out. And that's that's exactly. been the big issue as well. A lot of people have been throwing their toys out of the pram because they've been on the wrong end of it. Well, they need to get a grip, don't they? We're, yep. we're all in this together. And we're going to speak to a Bore and Wood fan in a minute, Captain. Um, yep, no problem. What, what what do you, you just give him, a, give him a prediction there. What do you think, how do you think we're going to get on um, and on the weekend? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm not sure. I'd take a point if you offered it me now, to be fair. I would take a point. Uh, hopefully, we don't set up as defensive, but he probably will. Um, and it'll be another sort of... We we, I, we, we look like we're going to play on the counter-attack, don't we, away from home. That looks how, we, how we're going to be. Um, but hopefully, we can just execute it a little bit better and maybe come away with a couple of goals and uh, get something out of it. Yeah, I reckon that's pretty much spot on. All right, Captain, thanks yep. for calling, mate. Good. See you later. Take care, pal. Right, Rocco, how are you doing, mate? Good evening. There he is. Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> have you uh, have you ever paid any attention to uh, the olden podcast or the phone in or the hashtag before? Or because it's a bit of a weird and wonderful place. No, not really. Um, I know a couple of olden fans that got me into it, and seeing as we're playing on Saturday, I wanted to uh, get in the chance to talk. To you too. Well, here you are. Here's your chance. Fire mm-hmm. away, mate. Um, we are not. We're not. We won't batter you. I. I don't think. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think. I don't think. I think we'll draw. I think we'll draw one all. I honestly think that's how it's going to happen. You're a very Thanks. tough team to beat, aren't you? You're a tough, tough team to break down and score against. Yeah, yeah. you've lost one this. You've lost one this season against Solihull. You beat Halifax, drew to all at Gateshead with ten men, and you drew with Altrincham. So your away form is pretty good, isn't it? Um, but your home form that that Solihull Moors uh, defeat, but they're a good side. They're well established. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be. It's you've got a big set of defenders. You've got. Uh, You've got a little bit of pace as well up front, so it's, I think it's I think it's the makings of a thriller actually. If I'm honest with you, uh, but it's got it's got yeah. the draw written all over it. I mean. A thriller, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely got a draw. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you make of like um, clubs like Oldham in the National League? Um, because we are we're a much bigger club, aren't we, than the, the majority of clubs at this level? Um, do you Definitely. think it's do you think it's more difficult, or in in a, in some ways, for clubs like us to adapt to this division? Um, a little bit. I mean, we had we've had Notts County and Chesterfield fall down there, and then we've had worse like Yeovil and Scunthorpe, who are now in the North, National North and South. It's going to take some time to adapt to it but I'm sure you can break back into a football league soon Do you think we're in um, contention for the title or the playoffs this season? 
if you if you turn up to some to some matches that you need to win, then you'll I don't think you'll win the league, but you might finish in the playoffs or top ten. And if not, you can definitely get promoted next year if you spend the right amount of money and the amount of backing the board does to the players. Yeah, I think you'll be fine. Right, there you are, Lattice fans. You heard it from Rocco. We'll be fine. Right, we're going to skip through the... Are you going to come to the, the home game, uh, the away game at Oldham, Rocco? Are you going to come up uh, for that one? Um, I'm not sure yet. I don't know how I'm going to get up there, but it should be... I don't think... Uh, it's not the no, but we'll yeah. have to wait and see. Well, drop December. us a message, and if you do, we'll, get, we'll have a beer with you, mate. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Take care. All the best, Bye. mate. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, you too. You Bye. too. Nice one. So you see, not all not all is uh, is lost. He fancies us to get out of this division, you know. If not this time, maybe next time. Uh, asking, let's have a chat with George, shall we? Hello, Hello. George. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, loud and clear, yeah. mate. Yeah, right. how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, and I'm, I'm I'm just like uh, I'm, I'm I've never really called in before, but like. Some something this week has just got me feeling like I need to just you know, I need to listen to what's going on, and um, like I, I mean I'm obviously I'm a young golden supporter. I've only really you know I've had a season ticket for like best part of like twelve thirteen years, and obviously all I've seen is us drop or us getting bottom half or us trying our best to do what we can, but. This season has been. When I started the season, I was like, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this season, and I still am. I, I don't see like the whole farce of you know this thing with David Unsworth and everyone going at him and at him and at him. Just let the guy do his job. He's there for a reason. He's there to. He, he's been. He's been assigned a job. What was it last November? And I, I truly believe that he took us from what. 23rd in the league to mid table. If we had a, if we would have beat um, Thingy on the last day of the season, I can't, was it Woking on the last day of the season? We would have finished like 10th. And you would have took that at the, at the start of the season because you just don't want to go down. So this like narrative of David Unsworth like not doing that much or not like showing enough, he's. All he's all he's got to show is that he's he's took us up. That's all he's done. He's took he's took us from twenty third to tenth. That that's proof to me that if he can do it again this season and take us from tenth to anything above, then I'm happy with that. But we're four games into a forty six game season. We took a point at Chesterfield, which is a very good point, and he was a bit unlucky against Halifax. But you can see what he's trying to do. You can you can see a pattern. You can see. You can see stuff, and I remember last season you'd come out of a loss at home and you'll go, I actually don't. What's he trying to do? What, what What's his tactics? What's he trying to play? A 4 4 2, a 4 3 3. But this season, even at, uh, when we lost to Halifax, we're trying to play it through the, the, the midfielders. Unluckily enough, we've obviously had a few injuries in midfield, and we're having to play Shilton and Sharon, uh, Sharon which is, you know, it's, it, I think I could pass better than that. 
But, you know, it's one of them, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I think Shelton and Shearer are are there to either one or be like, if if we had the full strength midfield, one would probably be in there doing the the mopping up and doing the tackling while Lundstrom pushes forward or a ward pushes forward. You know what I mean? Not just that, Dave, but the, the full backs as well. When you when you've got full backs to push on like Kitchen and if yeah. Freeman wants to get forward, you need to have a cent- you need to have a central midfielder that's going to fill and cover that position yeah. as well. So our defensive midfielders are defensive minded midfielders are important, but you're right, he's not going to play both from at the same time. No, I think I think that's that's the reason. But you know, we're stuck with what we've got due to injuries. You know, there's no way he would have signed Lundstrom and then start shouting and sharing. You know what I mean? So it's just the way it's fallen. I personally think Gardner should get a bit more, a bit more time because I think when he came on against Chesterfield, he's he was the one who had the shot. He he sort of settled it down, started spraying the passes about, getting on wide to kitchen, getting on wide to you know the other side with shearing. So he's got to just give that bit more creativity a, a bit more of a chance. But to be fair, he did against Chesterfield and what, what happened, it resulted in the goal. So I don't think we can criticize him but a point away at Chesterfield is a point away at Chesterfield against a team who'd not dropped any points, won three games and dispatched teams with, you know, with that. I think they beat uh, Oxford City 2-1. They beat um, Dorking 4-3. And then I think they battered someone, didn't they? I can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, it's it can't, be, it, can't, it can't be criticism all the time. And I don't know. I, I just... The mentality of the fans sometimes it must be frustrating. But like yourself, you're you're a young fan, aren't you? You know, when did you first start watching them, George? Uh, I had my first season ticket in like 2006, but I don't remember that much. But yeah, I'm like 90, 93, 94, me. So I've just had it yeah. just gone down, 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 down. So I just want one good season. The, the closest we've I all been, to, we've all been in know, the same boat yeah, there for yeah, the last thirty yeah. years. Don't matter how old you are, none of us. We've all no, gone yeah. through the same thing. Like it's just yeah. like, but I, I just we have to look at we have to put it into context of where we were last season and where we are now, and look at all the good things that we have now compared to all the bad things that we had at the start of last season. And if you're still not happy, then you're never going to be happy. And ultimately, yeah. that's just part of your makeup as an individual i think and and you can focus on the the negative all the, all all day long if that's that's what you want we've had no one without callers um calling in we've had none of the people that are adamant that he's he's doing a bad job so you've still got time still got half an hour left if yeah. you want to give us a ring and getting come and tell us why he's such a terrible manager why he's killing them i mean i've read there's been some absolute nonsense written um on Twitter over the last couple of days. Come and come and back it up. Come and get your face on the camera. Come and talk to me. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's yeah. not it's not the end of the world. Like it's only football. You know. Um, listen, George, have you got any other points you want to make before we move on to Jack? Um, no, not really. No, but I appreciate your time, and I think you're doing a really great job with this this whole like podcast thing. I listen to all of them, and they they just they just they're a bit refreshing. It's a bit of positivity and a bit of a dark darkness out there right now so it's uh when it just and just i just encourage all the fans just to get down to boundary park or get away and just just get a bit of positivity just get a bit of positivity in 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 the ground because if you just keep on putting negativity everywhere we're going to finish mid-table and then you're going to get annoyed yeah you're going to get absolutely 
you know, then you're going to get your Unsworths out and all that. It's just a bit ridiculous. Well, George, Jack, yeah, George, sorry, George, George. No problem. No uh, problem. We had Chris on, but Chris did make some good points. But I think you made some even better, even better points there, George. Thanks very much, Cheers. mate. Thanks. Cheers. Honestly, come back All anytime. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. I will do. See you, George. Uh, we've got two Jacks in here. One's Jack's camera's just gone off, uh, so you're going to need to put your camera back on, Jack, or before, or you won't be. Ah, oh, here he is. Camera's back on. So we'll go to this uh, Jack who's in here now, and then we'll go to a other Jack later. Hello, Jack. All right. How are you doing? How's it going? Not bad. Not bad. Good. It's like you look like you like Andy. You look like Andy McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea who that is. It's, uh, it's like they say a soldier doing the black the face out. Like a panorama. Oh, going, right, yes. This, light. this yeah, guy, yeah. the voice the voice is made by an actor. <laughs> no, I just want to come on and make a point about how we've had such like an hard start, I think, to the season. I mean, South End away, Chesterfield away. And then now we've got Boreham Wood, Gateshead away, Sally Hall. It's not, it's just, we could have had Maidenhead sort of darking anybody. But then we've had these hard games where sort of you're looking at taking a point away with no midfield where we've two midfielders we've signed aren't playing. So we all knew last season we were crying out for a midfielder and then the two we've signed are out injured. So mm. what difference do you expect from last year? Yeah. There's no I think I think it has been a tough start to the season, but I think that we did we learnt last season, didn't we? That you've got to give this respect, this league, a lot of respect. People say, "Oh, it's a shit league." It's not a shit league. There's yeah, some really, really exactly. difficult teams Bore, to beat. Boreham Wood Saturday. You can't go there expecting to win four 0 It's not going to happen. You're looking at one two nil. We play really, really well. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think I think. I mean, it's about managing expectations. I, I I don't get too disheartened because I don't set myself or the club uh, or the manager run realistically high expectations. That's just my view. Other people they do, and that's up to them. But I think the midfield issue. I think it's absolutely pivotal. I think, like you said, we these two players are we're, we're going to make a big difference in that midfield. Dickinson's made an ex excellent contribution in his first few games this season. Played really, really well. Um, and I think it's going to be a different team when we've got our best eleven down on that on that pitch, um, and we and we're able to stick with that best eleven, game in game out. I think it's going to make a huge difference to the results. I think I think it's also like there's, still, there's still rumours of players trying to be offloaded to try and bring more players in. So there's, there's still going to be a, there's still activity going on in the background. Obviously, um, all that comes about if it comes off. Before weekend, and happy days, but you know they've got to, they've got to uh, trim the the wage bill. I've been led to believe, um, so before they get any more signings in. Yeah, so it's still... well that you look at sort of Devan Green being out. I mean, Saturday when you're starting to play on the counter attack as a fullback, would you rather have Jonah or Devan Green running at you? It's the massive yeah. difference with Green's pace on the counter stuff. It's yeah, definitely, it's going to make I a big. Thought, difference. I thought, thought Jonah Tor played well on Saturday. Everyone giving him a load of a load of. Uh, Stick on, yeah, on he did his job, I but I mean, yeah. I still think Devine Green would be a different, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, I, I, I get it, I totally get it. But we did play like a four five one, didn't we? And that pass that he put through to Norwood for him to chip over the bar, yeah, you know, on another day, if that had gone in, that you know, goal, I think the yeah. link up, the link up play between Luton and Norwood is, is superb at the moment. The other thing, as well, Dave, there was a couple of balls that Kitchen put in that, that went over everyone, but if you've got Green on that right hand side. 
he would have bombed him. He would have been on the end of one or two of those balls that, that, that nobody else got on the end of. Like that goal he scored against Chesterfield last season where he just came in from the from the far side. He's got that. Yeah, he scored nowhere, a few yeah. goals like that. You know, yeah, he did like, against get, the over as well. Yeah, getting in at the back, at the back well. post. Like, so there's, there's, there's threats in this team that, that aren't, aren't being utilised yet. And... We've just we've got we've just got to wait to see our best team and 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 see what what difference that's going to make. In my opinion, he's building a squad, a good squad, um, and he's at the center, he's at the heart of it. We like we've discussed this evening. So, uh, are you in this camp of like you would give him an X amount? No, of games, I, I'd Jack, keep him or? at least to the end of the season. If he gets playoffs, then it's a success for the season. Then we've got next year. I mean, Parkinson Wrexham didn't go up for he was there two years or one year, but. It's not going to be instant. He's not been there a year yet. Give him till the end of the season. And if we are mid-table, then he's got a job to do. But if you're in playoffs, it's a good season and we'll go next year and try and mm. go up. Fair enough. I, I, I think that's fair enough, um, to be honest. Yeah. What, what uh, score do you it, think then, Jack? What score do you think on Saturday, man? I'm going to go 1-1 Saturday. Same again, 1-1. And then maybe edge it against Solly Hill. Just being sort of... We're not going to go there and batter him. I don't think just by their defensive record, but yeah, we'll see. Nice, nice if we did, wouldn't it? But yeah, yeah, if I was a betting man, I'd I'd probably go with something like a a low scoring draw myself. But you never know, we might go there and nick it. One nil, you, you yeah, know, yeah, who knows? But we'll see, won't we? Listen, Jack, right. we've no idea what you look like, but thanks for your call. It was, uh, <laughs> Cheers. It was good, good to talk to you. Take care, mate. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Yeah. Okay. There's been a very disconcerting amount of reason on here this evening, which uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have had a text uh, from Ibby. He said that he's broken down on the M61, so we won't make sure tonight. Unfortunately, oh, right. he's really he's really gutted. So, yeah. Well, I hope yeah. you hope got good, okay, uh, breakdown uh, cover and uh, all that, Ibby, and you get home safe and sound, mate. Um, let's see if we've going to have some irrational, um, passionate uns without. Sentiments from Wildy. Wildy, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, um, thanks for having good. me on. Pleasure. Thanks um, for well, hopefully, um, I'm not going to say anything that's irrational because um, I'm <laughs> I'm in agreement with what everybody said. What what I would say, um, there's a lot of fans, for want of a better word, who've, who wanted ones with out from day one. Um, I don't think they was impressed with the how he was appointed. He wasn't interviewed. He he was like put in position, if you like, and I think that got a lot of people's backs up. Um, wrongly, I don't I don't agree. Why should if it, if the Royals and Frank thought he were the best guy for the job, then you've got to back that. But I think that is some of it. And then obviously the football's not been inspiring, and and I get why it hasn't been. But you're never going to turn these people around unless we win ten nil every week for for the next two months. It's they'll, they'll they'll shut up when we start doing okay, um, but then the first time we get beat, we lose at home. It's all going to be the same or nonsense. So I think it's a waste of time trying to like reason with people like that because they made their minds up. Um, and and there you go. Yeah, I think when Aldershot five one, oh god, Aldershot was so poor. Not we've just beaten five one. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, 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 so go do it. Do anything there, but like giving give praise, um, even when it's warranted. Okay. What I would say, he he does he does need some results, and 
not because I think he should go if he doesn't get them short term, but I think the the negativity would increase if we don't if we don't start getting the results. So and that's obviously as he said then done, he's trying to do that every week. Um but hopefully, you know, the the way we're the way we're setting up the players what when they get back to full fitness, um hopefully then results will come. But I I fear for it me if it's like five, six games and we're we've we've won two out of one three two or three out of ten games, I fear for how it could turn it on match days. I, th- I think this is something D Shaw here has said. I uh, think our fans were wonderful on Saturday. And we said this on the podcast at the weekend, Dave. We have absolutely magnificent supporters. There's no question about that. Who And we touched, touched on it tonight, who have put up with absolute nonsense for the last God knows how many years. And it's, and it's been really hard. We're still a really, really well-supported club. And like Adam said on the podcast on Saturday, when we're all pulling in the same direction and we're all back in the team and we're all on the same page, no one in this division could come anywhere near us. It's those cracks and those people that you've mentioned that, for whatever reason, have just got it in their head that he's he's not the man and, and they're just going to keep hammering that message over and over again, that have the potential to divide that fan base and, 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 and splinter that... Um, that essence of what we've got. And that's what concerns me. And that's what I've, I've called out and challenged because I think it's that, that is, I think that is more harmful to the success of the club than David Unsworth. (laughs) I think David Unsworth is, has been appointed to do a job and he's doing his job. It's football and results are very, very important. While they are absolutely spot on, he does need to get results and it will certainly help his cause and those of us who are calling for calm, it will help that cause because the more games like, you know, we, the more points that are dropped, the more that it just um, ultimately puts more pressure on and that's football. But if you back Frank and you back the board and you believe in what they've done and you're, you're grateful for what they've done, I think it's the, I think it's respectful and the right thing to do to back their man. And to get behind him, and if and if if you don't have to sing David Unsworth Blue and White Army, but if you could just refrain from shouting David Unsworth, your football is shit, that would be a really positive step in the right direction. Do you know what I mean? That that's my message to those people. Yeah, I, I have to agree wholeheartedly with that because again, it just it's just not helpful. Just it's just a, it just becomes a melting pot of negativity, frustration, aggression, which will just boil over. And it's just not going to achieve anything, is it? It's just energy sapping. It saps energy from the players. It must. It must sap energy from the board. You know, they're they're investing a whole lot of money, and the infrastructure day by day. You know, they've got a new pitch. You know, it, and these idiots going, oh, oh, the shot was shit, but we're still beating five one. Yeah, it, it's just papering over the cracks, Unsworth. You yeah, know, there's so much to be grateful for. Oh, it's just it's just. Like, it's, it's mind-numbingly boring what they're doing. Uh, we've got a question here from from your Flynn, but let's put it to Wildy. Yeah, go on, Wildy. What's, uh, what's our best strike partnership, Wildy? Norwood plus who? Right, okay. So, at the moment, I'd stick with not all me because, as as Dave said earlier, um, how many assists did he get in the all-the-shot game week three? Mm. Yeah. The, yeah, he would have got an assist on Saturday if Norwood would have put it away. He's he's yeah. contributing. Um, so I think at the moment it's, and I think Norwood from 
from what he said and from the way play, I think he enjoys playing with Nuttall. They've got a building understanding, haven't they? Um, I think Alex Reid's been unlucky that he's not had more game time, but um, you know the, the guys there. So I would say at the moment, Norwood and Nuttall. I'm excited like. to see Norwood and Willoughby play up front together as a front two. I think that could be. I think that could be quite interesting. Um, we've not seen it yet. I, it's it's straight. Sorry, to interrupt. No, it's, no. it's strange with Willoughby. He's been there. Obviously, he got twenty odd goals for Chester. He's been there. He was one of his earliest signings, and he's not. He's not figured an awful lot. So, is that because he's not fit, or is it because he's? I think uh, Norwood. Norwood was it. Norwood wasn't planning to come in, was it? I think it was Nuttall and Willoughby at, at the at start of pre-season. And Norwood came in from nowhere, didn't it? It was like, wow, Norwood's just come in. But if you take Nuttall or Fondup out of the the front two with Norwood or Willoughby, you lose that height advantage. Because if you come against Warren Wood or Bromley and you've got mm. no one winning their headers, Norwood doesn't jump for the headers, does he? He holds the ball up at his feet. He uses his yeah. strength off the ball. And he'll run, into, he'll run deep into the channels. Now, for me, he needs the big lump up front to nod it down to him because his feet and his control and his strength to get past the player is is brilliant. He's got Will great be... feet in Norwood, hasn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. brilliant yeah. technically. Well, Warren Wood, they're all like ten foot tall, aren't they? So yeah. we're gonna need yeah. like we're gonna need big lads himself. And you can bet well, your boots Timmy Ab- Timmy Abram will score on Saturday, won't he? You can bet your boots. <laughs> Probably. But the thing is Will it be when he comes on in the last 10, 15 minutes, you know, getting getting deep in the channels and maybe working with Fond up? I don't know if that's what it's going to be. Bring them both on to give him a bit of, you know, to give, to give yeah, that well, different it's, dynamic. It's, it's, you try something different. If your plan A ain't working, you try plan B, don't you? Um, mm-hmm. So it's good that we've got them options. But I like Alex Reid, me. I think he's been unlucky. Um, but I've, it's just contradicting what I've just said. I'd, I'd start with um, Norwood and Nutt on me. Mm. Right. Well, let's see what Big Dave has got planned for the weekend. Thanks very much for calling Wild It. We're, Cheers, we'll boys. Thank you. To the Jack now. Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your week, mate. Take care. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Right. Here he is. He's not on a roundabout this week. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm running around. I won't be playing a 4 4 3 this weekend either. <laughs> How are you doing, Jack? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Are you playing a 5 4 3? Yeah. This week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you make of the, the performance at the weekend, mate? Uh, I'm going to say it was all right. We limited the chances very well and we created some. And then, do you, do you recall when Willoughby shot from about 30 yard out? Mm. Yeah. Do you think he should have shot or played Norwood Norwood was offside. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, yeah. It was, it, was, it was ambitious, definitely ambitious yeah. from that range. But the thing, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I'd be encouraging players to take shots now um, from distance because Norwood, he will be there, won't he? Like he yeah. was the other day. Like, you know, there's he's a poacher. You take shots and the keeper parries it out, Norwood will be there. Mm. And we finished it as well when he, when he jumped with two feet straight into it as well. Yeah. <laughs> if he missed that or caught somebody, he would have brought the bloody leg <laughs> gone out, wouldn't he? Do you know what I mean? But, but he, he went for it and it was no half and He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly where the goal was. And for me, it was just, it was pandemonium, weren't it? You know, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it when I was watching it. I couldn't believe it. Because like, this is an old we don't usually do this. We don't get last-minute goals. We never get last-minute goals. The last-minute goal I can remember that we got that sent us into pandemonium was Matt Smith against Everton. That's that's one that that's what they are in the uh, in the FA Cup. That's probably one of the, the, the last ones I ever I can remember. 
We've had a few. I think we've had a few since then, Dave. But um, you can't. I, know, remember, I mean, because, I mean, because of the pandemonium, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, because yeah. you lose it. But yeah, I look. I mean, late goals are about one of the best things in football. Yeah. What do you think? Um, where are you on the whole sort of Unsworth debate? How do you, how do you think he's doing, Jack? I think, in my opinion, we should keep him and see how he does because he's on a contract. Like I said, he hasn't been a year for a year, for a year, and all these fans. All the fans are saying what about. Not all of them know about managing a football team. So they can't say should be doing this and should be doing that because they haven't been in that position. Some of them are right, they know what they're talking about. And then some fans will just say something and it might not work because obviously he, he knows what he's doing. He's signed players to his trusts and they're out, so he has to use what he's got. And they have to just go with him until they're back and see when these players come back, see how he does, that he signed them to do a job for him. And then if the, if he does well, the fans will they won't complain. Yeah, and that can only be we can only see the results of that over time, can't we? Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. It's not going to happen overnight, is it? So, I think it's very reasonable, Jack. You've um, you've 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 learnt more perspective in your short years than than some of our fans uh, have managed over considerably longer. So, um, fair play <laughs> to you for that, mate. <laughs> yeah. um, give us a prediction for the for the weekend away at Boreham Wood and home against Solly All. How many how many points do you think we're going to gather? We will get six. Oh, that's it. Well, <laughs> I hope so, mate. I think, I think we'll beat uh, Boreham Wood one nil and beat Solly All two one. I'll take it all day, mate. I'll take it all day. Nice one. Thanks for getting in touch, Jack. We're going to move on to David now. All the Cheers. best, mate. Thanks Cheers, all, mate. mate. Thank you. Good caller, Jack, isn't he? Yeah, good lad. Good lad. Right, let's move on to Mr. Walton. Good evening. Hello, David. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. I'm well, thank you. Good, good. I, was, I, I backed us to win 4-1, but... At half time, I'd have snatched your hand off for a you know, for, a, for the draw, one-one draw. I would have just begged you to give me that, and I thought it was a very, very good result. Uh, what I was disappointed with, with was four games in, the managers saying the opposition are going to win the league. Now, I know there can be mind games, but I think mind games usually come in at the hit towards the end of the season when it becomes a very close race. But I do accept that's what he could be doing. But at the time, I thought it was just lacking a little bit of ambition. But in saying that, I backed David Unsworth now 100%. I, last season, I didn't feel that way. But I listen to your podcast every week. And I listened to last week's as well. I thought very interesting. Um, but I listened to it every week. When you spoke to him um, on your podcast the other week, I was infused by what he said, and I've seen the changes at the club, and I've supported him since I was a kid years and years ago, and never in my life did I think I'd see the things that I've seen now. And I am fully behind David Unsworth. I was just a bit upset about the conceding of any title. I know we're not likely to win the league, but, and I, I've said it, but a manager should think it maybe sometimes and not say it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, 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 it was one of those things that it, would he have been better off not saying it? Yeah, quite probably. I think it probably does. It mean that he's conceded the title 
and that he has going into his plays and saying, look, boys, I don't think that we're going to win this. Uh, so like, let's put in 80, 90% of the effort that we were going to. No, he's not saying that. Of course, him and his team want to win the title. And him coming out and saying that to Chesterfield, this is what annoyed me with people saying he's conceded the title. Of course, he hasn't conceded the title. But I agree with you that it was not necessarily the best thing to say on the TV. I, that's just my point. You know, I just thought it was. I watched the game. I thought we did very well. In fact, we could have won it if you if you'd have taken into account the the, the lob that the ball had missed. You know, in the tank. And I he should have scored. No, Norwood should have scored then. Yeah, yeah. A man of his quality. But, but I thought we, we did very well, and I, I thought it was a good result. And that's how you win things. But and I think this season, home form and the style of play at home is going to make the difference between where we want to be and where we might be. Do you know what I mean? I just It's the home form that's important. To me. We've got to win games at home. We have to impose ourselves on the opponent from the beginning. We have to be set up to win those games. That's just my feeling. We should make Ice Station Zebra exactly that. Very cool place to visit if you're a visiting supporter. And I, th- I, I agree. And I think that all, all the... Um... Any angst and any um, anger and any frustration that anyone had should be taken out on the referee and the away team, not our own team and not our own players and not our own manager. I think you make you make your home environment a hostile environment for everybody but your team and your manager. <laughs> I think that's got to be the way it's got to be. And I think if we can do that um, and, and build on the work, the fantastic work that the Atleticos have done to, yeah. to generate such a great atmosphere in the ground, honestly, like, we are so close as a football club to like having everything in place. Um, but the it, it, pe- certain people have just got to let go of this mindset where they just jump from one negative thing to another and need to have something to to, to grab onto and to, to mourn about and to hear. And if you let that go, I think we'll, we will start to move up um, much easily, more easily and much more quickly because that, that tension affects the players, it affects the manager, it affects the rest of the crowd, and I would like people to start taking responsibility for that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I took on board what you said on your podcast, which people have criticised you for. But don't worry, mate. You were speaking what you believe to be the truth, and that's the way to go, mate. You never should, you never should not say what you feel. And yeah, uh, exactly. And, uh, you know, and I just think that we will finish in the in the playoffs uh, if our own form, it, you know, is held up. And I believe in David Ingram because, I, like I say, I listened to him talking to you two, and, and I've seen what the changes that have happened and in the club. I know the things are going forward, and I'm really up for it. I think it's going to be a really good season in the end, and I think, you know, the point on Saturday will be a very pivotal point in our, uh, you know, promotion push. Yeah. Thanks for getting in touch, David. We're going thanks, to move David. on. We've, we nearly hit the hour mark. We've still got a couple of callers left. So thanks very much. Thanks, All the best, mate. Thank you. Right. Well, I didn't think we were going to get an uns without her, but we've got <laughs> one. So let's bring him in. All right, Dom. I'll represent the corner. Yeah, no, fair play to you, mate. Fair play. <laughs> I do, Go Dom. On, fill your boots. <laughs> Um, I'm like I say, I'm, I'm, I've seen nothing um, to suggest that he's going to do anything at the moment. Um, I can't remember who it was that made the point about the midfield. Yes, I agree with that. I know we've we've signed Lundstrom and 
typical Latic style, like someone said, he's played every game for Altrincham, comes sores and he's injured. Um, but with, with the investment that the board has put into this team, I can't see a return from Unsworth. Investments tend to take time to mature, don't they? They don't just mature like straight away. I agree and I disagree at the same time. Um, given the right manager, that is a title. That's a title challenge inside. At the moment, it, it's, it's a side that's barely going to make playoffs. From what I've seen, like I said, yes, I know we've we've got players out. But you look at the the majority of that team that started the the first few games. That's going to be the the, the starting lineup. By the you know your centre midfielders and you know you've got Greens come back in. I said, yeah. so, uh, Wildy said, you know some of the fans were on his back from the off. Um, I mean, I, I didn't agree with. You know, with with them bringing in Unsworth, considering he's got no experience in senior management, but I thought, you know, like all the managers that have come in, I've given time. The the straw that brought the camels back was Notts County away last season. I've never seen such a discombobulating ninety minutes in my life. Yeah, it was frustrating. It was but terrible. Turned, that was but four turned, months it, into his tenure, was, wasn't it? <laughs> I called for his head. I called for his head after that game. Because I I couldn't see I could not see a, a a way back from that, but you know what? It, it he turned it round. He turned it round really. I thought he did really well to turn it round from, from where we were on Boxing Day, <laughs> where we finished at the end of last season. I think he turned it turned it right the way around. Um, now okay, South End. It was a bad result. It was couldn't it couldn't have. It's typical bloody Oldham, you know. Go to a team that. Uh, have a trade all, all pre-season and get beat four 0 They were up for it. They had a, they had a, you know, they had, they had the crowd behind them. It's well, their results have go. been good since Dave as well. They're not. I know they have. You know, they're a good side, aren't they? I mean, they've just been docked exactly. ten points, but like, but you know, what I was, what I was getting at is that, you know, then we went to, played all the shot five one. Halifax, we often we puffed. We could have been in there. We could have been there all night, but we just couldn't break them down. They played five at the back. You know, but Chesterfield, did that give you any positivity of what we're about and getting that result and grinding it out compared to 12 months ago, Dom? Not really, no. Chesterfield away last season was, I would say, was much more better than it were on Saturday. It was, I know people saying, yeah, we, we set up to be defensive, but watching that Chesterfield side, I, I saw nothing from that team that would say they are title winners. You know, everyone's back to nothing. Nothing about the way they played, the way they set up, says that they are title winners. You know, you look at the first game of the season. Dawkins tipped up and put three past them, and was you know unlucky to to go away with a loss. But you know, nobody's, look at that. nobody's won the title yet. After Dom, it's four games. No, I'm, in. Not, like, I'm, Chesterfield I'm will probably get better as the season goes on. We'll get better as the season goes on. Some teams that have started well will will, will drop off. It's it's four games into the season. Nothing is nothing is is set in stone, is it? And that's so to have made like you know to have made your mind up that this season is going to go one way or another after four games seems a bit limited. That's that's my. It's it's not just off the it's not just off the four games though. It's it's almost piggybacking off the end of last season as well. Um, it's the same 
style of play, it's the same tactics, you know, it's still it's negative football. Like I say, it, I think we, you know we lost, you, three, we lost three in twelve though towards the end of the last season. We lost three in twelve and we were on a decent run towards the end of last season. We don't, I don't care you know, if it's negative football and we grind out points away from home, win our own games and finish in the top seven this season. I'd rather that then some people were calling for the oh the, the glory days of Harry Kewell when we were scoring loads of goals, shipping loads of goals and finishing 18th. That was, oh well, at least it was entertaining. Like That is not that we, we need to build a winning team that is difficult to beat and he's building. We have to build the blocks up towards getting the type of exciting football that you're going to get when you get higher up. The, we're in the fifth division. Right. And Notts County were the exception to the rule. They were a brilliant football team for this level. Brilliant oh. football team for this level. That is not the norm. Wrexham were an exceptionally effective football team at this level uh, and backed by vociferous, passionate supporters, by the way, who were just got behind their team and made it a very intimidating atmosphere for everybody else. So they were all on the same page. So I think we can look at this and say there are things that, that we can all do to contribute towards the success of the club. And and I think that being in the Uns Without camp after last season and four games of this season, personally, I don't think it helps. Well, it's Easter on in there. I'm not one of them that's going to, you know, people that are saying Uns with him, I'm not going to go up to them and say, you know, you, you, you're an idiot, you don't know what you're talking about, it's killing, it's not killing the club. I'm not going to say that. I mean, yes, the football is shit, you know, I, I look like again going back to Saturday. I looked at that and I thought we could have we could have beat them if we if we would have gone at them we could have beat them. Like I said the I, I, I'm not not our biggest fan, but why on earth is he playing not all out there? What you know there's the the fans that booed him. You know I I didn't agree with that. He was played in a position where he doesn't play. He's he's not a wide player. He should be up there with Norwood, you know. I just and he did his best. He put and the best ball of the game through, and then people are booing him. They're no, no, Norwood had two guilty chances, didn't he? I, I just no. I'll listen. I'm. I've not. I, I. I will challenge things that I think are bad for the club. Right. Um, when when it was last year, when when we had the all Abdallah and and and, and more and Barrio and all this, I thought all that stuff was bad for the club. And the fans needed to come together to organise ourselves to 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 move our club forward. We've done all that. We've got more than we could have expected. All I want now is that everybody pulls in the same direction and that there isn't this discourse and this 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 like split between the fans over the manager. He's the he's been put in place for a reason. Let's back him. All I just want people to back him. And and, and my that's where my frustration's at. And and I just think that if if we could do that together, then we might start to see a bit more benefit from it. And that is that's all I'm asking. I've got everyone's perfectly entitled to their own opinion. I just think that when those opinions start become start having a negative effect um in the stadium and on, on people, then I, I think that's I think it. I think it deserves to be called out, and that's what I'm doing. And and I did it in a certain way on a podcast to get a reaction, and I got a reaction. Well, like I said, I've I've always said, if if you can turn it round, and if it does turn it round, I will more than happy take my slice and eat it. But 
I, I don't think I'm going to get that slice of pie. You know, I, I, if, if the money is there, I know it's probably not going to be, and I know that they're probably not going to change the mind and, and sack him. If there's money, if the money is there and the thought is there, just break the bank. You know, there's there's managers out there. If you if you give him that incentive, yes or no, it's gonna, we're going to be one of them. You know, throwing money about. But the, if the incentive's there, there's there's managers there that will turn this side into a title challenging side. And what if what if we bring that person in that you think is that guy and and he has a you know poor start, a poor first ten games? What 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 then? Do we want him out? No, because like I say, I, like I said, with with Unsworth, it was not scouting. That's more than ten games from when he came in. Yeah, but we have to. Get, but this this next person would have a much better would a much better starting point than Unsworth ever did, wouldn't he? Unsworth yes, he started would. off with the worst squad that we've ever had, and then um, and it, no infrastructure at the club, um, which he's now built, and that is built around him. Steve Thompson, great guy, John Ebrill, vastly experienced. Like you, you build, you've got all these people that have been put in place because Unsworth is central to this plan, and then you remove him on all these people. That's going to have an, a, an effect, and it's not necessarily going to be a good effect on the whole infrastructure of the football club. It's dead easy for you and me and whoever else to say, just do this, just do that. In practice and in reality, it's not that simple. So, especially at a club like Oldham, where we have we are coming from having nothing, we are we have nothing, no infrastructure. All has to be rebuilt. We will have a successful football club again. It might not be this season. It might not be next year. We're talking about the club becoming successful over the next five, ten years and building and working our way. It's going to happen. Let's just enjoy what we can and be patient and let it happen because it will happen because we've got people that we trust at the helm in the football club. You've you've decided that you are targeting their man as not the man, and how do you think that makes Frank feel when he's invested all this money? Do you think that that's showing him? Do you think that's showing him respect for what he's done and what he's trying to do <laughs> and his family and his family's fortune? I, I don't think that shows any disrespect to Frank. To be fair, Every, I mean, no, everyone's backed Frank. Everyone's always thinking about Frank. You know. I, I can't. You don't see back his decision, but you don't back his decision making. I'd say I, I would say that it's probably it was the wrong decision to bring an inexperienced manager in. Yeah, I would say that. But you've got you, we don't we we've that's not been proven yet, has it? Because we're four games into his second season, and we're yet to find out whether or not he's going to build a promotion uh, challenge. So you're you're basing all your your views on. On expect on on expectations and things you decisions you've already made about the future that haven't happened yet. Uh, yeah, I think it's premature in judging someone by four games. I do. I think it's premature, and I think it is fair to say that after four games, to make your mind up is is a bit too early. But you are entitled to. Yeah, and you've you're come on and you've spoke about it, you're and you know, you've Sorry, Dom, you're yeah. to make your opinion, and you say you don't vocalize it. But what do you say to those people who vocalize? Like, you say you don't do that, but now they're vocalizing it and hurling this David Duns with your football shit. Do you think that's do you think that's acceptable, or do you think that's do you think that's out of order? 
Well, I, I, I mean, yeah, I was one of them that was singing your football is shite. I mean, it is. I mean, you know, like I say, everyone is entitled to, to their say. You know, when you've seen so much shit football and you still handed shit football, what do you expect from the fans? Yeah, but why then have you and some other people thrown your toys out of the pram when I've said that your attitude and your um, approach is shit? Because that's all I've done. I, I'm I'm saying exactly the same thing to you that you said to Unsworth, and you're all crying about it. Why 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 no, why no, no, should, no, why no. should Unsworth have to accept it? Why should let's Unsworth have to it, accept let's it? Keep it? Let's calm it down. Yeah, yeah and I'm just saying, but why yeah. should Unsworth have to accept it when when you don't feel you have to accept it? What's the difference? I'm not saying that. I just have to accept it. You know, I, I'm, it, and I never threw my ties out the pram. I challenge you on what you said. That's not throwing my ties out the pram, is and it? I challenge you on what you said. So what's the big deal? Because you're making out a big deal. You think that I, I, my behaviour is completely unacceptable. You've sent, any, you know, you've made complaints about this, that, and the other towards me, and 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 you know that's that's fine. But like, if it's it's hypocritical, Dom. I won't say it's hypocritical, Matt. When you're in a position where you represent the fans of, of, of the football club, and you're using your platforms to call them dickheads or wankers. Some of our fan base don't need don't need me to tell people don't need to be told about that. People can see it clearly. I represent fans and, and the fans that, that don't want to hear this about um Unsworth out as well. What so and because you lot are all brave and loud and noisy and, and you've had a few ales, people don't want to challenge you. People find you intimidating. So I use my platform to challenge you in a way which can be constructive. And because I'm not intimidated by you. So that's just the alternative view to that, Dom, okay? Now, we're all on the same team, and I would like us all to get on. But your behaviour has a detrimental effect on the manager and on the players and on, 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 on the board and on other fans, and, 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 I, and I think that you need to stop it. If you do or not, that's entirely up to you. It's your choice. But you can't expect to behave a certain way and not be challenged on it. That's that's the point I'm making. Especially then, start getting all upset and on your moral eye horse when somebody turns around and does exactly the same thing to you as you are doing to other people. Do you, do you think? Do you think that? Do you think? Just to put in there. Do you think vocalising it in this negative way? Now, ale aside and aggressive aside, just vocalising this negative connotation against the manager is healthy for the for the. For the club and the fans, do you think it? Do you think it helps? Do you think it gets a reaction because he's been here nearly a year? Some people are still not having him. He's got two years left, whether we like it or not. You know, not, I don't think they'll sack him. I don't think they will. But to continue, let's tell you what. Let's bring no, no, let's bring no, no, Ryan. To, bring to Ryan in. To he can answer that as well. To, to continually vocalising the negativity against the football, the manager, even um, though. I don't think. Do you think it's healthy? Do you think it's healthy for the club? Uh, do I think it's healthy for the club? I think one of the the, the biggest thing that will kill the club is actually apathy and people not caring. People stop going. People not caring. That's what's the problem. People having an opinion. People actually being passionate and wanting to win. That that can only be a healthy thing. Now, some of what some of what Matt said, I can agree with. I, I can agree with certain things. But people 
actually wanting the club to win. We're all we're, the last one of the last things he said there was we're all on the same page. That is true. We all want to win. All it is is that some people think well, that they've seen enough. Now I think what Dom said about um, Knox County, I thought that I think was a bit too early myself. My last the the, the straw that brought the camel back with me was actually Altrincham. I never at any point said that uh, that was Altrincham at home, by the way, not away after it after about five games um, and um, that was the straw that brought the camels back with me I thought that I'd seen enough and then we then we went on a good run but that good run was against teams that had had a South End was a good result and we then played uh, who else did we play Yeovil who were that badly not in the league anymore Scunthorpe, who were that badly not in the league. No, it weren't walking. It was that was well before that. Um, it was Southend, Yeovil, Scunthorpe, and Maidenhead. The three of those teams in their last forty-five combined games won a grand total of three, and two of them were against Maidstone. It was harder not to beat those teams than it was to than it was to lose to them. But Southend was a great result. Was a very good result. But that they was, were all that, dead this, rubbers. That was last season, Ryan. That doesn't matter anymore. We've got different players now. We've got better players now. And we, we, we've moved on uh, uh, from where, where we were at that point. So, like, we're four games in. It's not been the best start, but it's not been the worst start either. And there is still time to see significant improvement in this squad with this manager without calling for his head. I, I Going, I mean, what does it matter what happened last season now? It's been and gone. Like, if you lived in the past all the time, then we'd never get anywhere, would we? Okay, then, Matt. Well, if that's the case, then why are you always saying to people, we need to look at how far we've come from? Because that, because context is important. But so, what I'm saying, right? So, what I'm saying is the past is important. So, the past of what David Unsworth has done is important. The past of what David Unsworth has done is important and he's been part of the rebuilding programme, which has got us to the point where we're a far healthier football club now than we were when he started, when he came in. But that's down to, that's not, that's down to Frank. It's not just down to Frank puts the money in, Frank signs the checks. It's down primarily to Joe, uh, Darren Royal and David Unsworth and his team who put the, the infrastructure at the football side of things. David Unsworth is not just the head coach. He's not a Keith Curl or, or Harry Kewell. He's, he's right involved in the, in, the, in the heart of building, restructuring the football club. And, but, and sorry. Go on, right? sorry go on. On. No, go on. No, uh, restructuring the football club as a general rule would be uh, the CEO, a director of football, the actual the actual manager or the head coach, as David Unsworth would be, would, if you remove him, you can replace him with somebody like to like. That's what Notts County did. Notts County had people in there and they, and, and they, they removed a manager and put one in because they had a structure in place that it didn't matter who the manager was. If he weren't doing a good enough job, they got rid of him and brought a new one and in. How, how long did it take them to build that infrastructure so that they were able to do that? When 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 Unsworth came in last season, we had nothing. No scouts, no physios, no equipment, no nothing. Okay, so we are, start, we are starting again. 
And in all, the only way we're going to build an infrastructure where you're able to replace the manager without it affecting the entire infrastructure of the football club is time. And that means that Unsworth needs time. In the grand scheme of things, it's more important that we build stability at the football club to set us up to succeed in the long term, not that you lot get to play football manager and switch to football manager over and over again, because that will ultimately slow down the overall progress of the football club. So you need to accept that. It will take time. If Andres sees out the end of his contract and we don't get promoted, but he leaves the club in a far, far better state of health, football-wise, across the board, and sets up the next manager to come in to succeed, I'm okay with that because that's in the best benefit, in the long-term benefit of the football club. Okay, he's can I? He's not had a year yet, though, has he? He's he's he's, he's, he's a year in September, isn't it? He's not it, even had a it year. will be a year in September. It will be a year in September. Can I ask a question? Out of all the players that he's had in, and he's had quite a few, who's got better? Kitchen. From when he's had them. You think Kitchen's better? I think his best game was against Wrexham in his first one when he was playing on instinct after what he'd been coached at Stockport. But that's just me. Let's let's have this conversation at the end of the season when we've when we've seen them play together for a season, not after four games. But let's let's have this conversation not, when just, we've got a season to judge them on judge them on Ryan. We don't. It's have not. A it's to not. Judge them it's on. not just. A, it's not. It, well, a year is is more or less a season. He's had more or less a season. But it's right off last season. You can't write off last season's match. This whole squad changed so much from the start of last season to the end of last season, right? The person, so much has had to change. If that was a, a, a turmoil of a season, give him at least one proper season where he's a proper, where he's managing a proper football club. He wasn't managing you, a proper football club last season. You can't, you can't give a specific date. I'm afraid because if we lose our, if we win our next ten games, he'll everybody will. Everybody will shut up and say, yep, yeah, keep going. However, if we lose the next 10 games, I'm sure you and Dave will be saying, sorry, he's going to have to go. You can't give a specific date. Everybody will have seen their own. Everybody will have a mark in the stand at some point where they go, um, I've seen enough. Now, my, Dave, um, Dom's was Christmas. Mine was Altrincham. Yours might be in 15 games time. Everybody's Everybody will have it at some point or they'll never have it because he carries on, wins a bunch of games, and we go up. Now I, I've had mine at this point. Hopefully he turns it round and I and I and I have to shut up. Hopefully, I, I hope so too. Yeah. But do you think it's healthy, right? That even though you know that you might, you you're, 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 you've you've had your time now with him, you've had enough. But do you think it's healthy for the players, the other like the fans and the, the atmosphere at the at, at Boundary Park? Maybe? <laughs> Hurling. It, it happens at every football I know, club. I know, I'm not asking. I know. I'm not saying whether it happens or not. I'm saying personally. I know. Yeah, but like, there's so many things it? that like, oh well, this happens there. It doesn't mean that it should continue to happen. It doesn't mean that it should be encouraged. It doesn't just because that certain things happen doesn't mean you have to accept it. Someone said to me, "Well, that would be that would be good if it was that in a perfect world." But we don't live in a perfect world. It doesn't stop us from trying to achieve a perfect world. We should be expecting better from from everybody at our football club. Yes, we. Expect Expect right better thing, results. Right we expect expect better of from everybody, and I say that I expect better from some of our fans. And I'm going to I'm I'm in terms of their behaviour, in terms of going on the pitch at the weekend, doing that kind of stuff that was out the harder. Instead, of, in terms of chanting at a manager who's not had enough time to prove himself, I expect better from you 
in, in well, the case, right? So, to be honest with you, I've not been abusive. I, I think I've, I've never been abusive. I've never mentioned... I just mentioned... When I, I said I've that, never... I was, I'm not pointing yeah. that out to you as an individual. I'm saying to those people that I was just talking Fair about. Enough. I expect I should have said I expect better of them. I apologize. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not targeting you when I say that. But those yeah, people no who behave in that way, I expect be better from them. Of course, football's all about having an opinion, talking about it in the pub after the game, even talking about it on social media. But there's been people that have been targeting me with personal abuse because I've been yeah, back no. to David Unsworth. It's completely out of order, absolutely out of order. And you're a complete shitbag if that's your kind of way that you behave. And I also think you're a shitbag if you start shouting, get out of our club, David Unsworth, and you're booing uh, Joe Nuttall as he's going down the touchline. There is constructive ways of having debates and, and, and having differences in opinion. And 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 I, what will make us a better club and a better fan base and have more respect for one another is, is if, if we talk about these things in, 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 in an appropriate way and at an appropriate time. That's all I'm trying to encourage. And I think I've made that point now. I don't think I need to keep labouring it. Fair enough. I mean, my my only point, my only question is, if people are unhappy, right? They how do they voice it then? Because if they can't voice it at a match and people don't want it going on Twitter because it's negative, and uh, if they're supposed to just shut up, that is what will drive people out. That is that is what will drive. That's where apathy, because that means that they're not listened to. You've got a platform, right? So your platform, you can say what you want on a on a Sunday. You can you can have a debate. You can actually get your voice You've out. You've got a platform because I've provided one have, here for you I've, to, I've, to I've, speak, haven't you? So anyone I, can I appreciate vote on that. this, right? I appreciate that, but I, I appreciate that. I'm not I'm not just mentioning me. If if you, if you, everybody who wanted everybody in the ground, you had seven and a half thousand callers a, a, a week. You'd, Good, you'd yeah. be doing it every day, all day, all, all day, every day. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that people have people have a right to say to, to whinge and moan. And there's plenty of people in that main stand. They're not on Twitter. They're not thing, and they're not happy. There's going to be some of them that are, but there's going to be quite a few of them that are not. Yeah, and I just think all all I all I ask is that people just think about what effect and impact their <clears throat> words and the things that they do might have on the people around them and on and on the club. Uh, because, like Adam said on the podcast at the weekend, when we are all on the same page and when we're all cheering on our team, uh, all man away, no one in this division can touch us. And the only thing that's going to like come between us is is that negativity and that that mindset of the of, of making up your mind that David Unsworth has already failed in his job and that um it, there's no way it's going to change because I, I and and I disagree with that I think that there's if 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 we could just put that put that aside for a for a bit and just and just do what what we did for 90% 95 99% of the game at Chesterfield then I, I think that there's a lot of power in that and Do you not I think would... that it's... Sorry, I cut you off, sorry. No, no, you're all right. I, I can lend it. There's a lot of power in that. That's fine. <laughs> what I was going to say was, um, do you not think, though, that it's part of... It's just two sides of the same coin, that the reason why people are so behind the team, you also look at teams like Everton, Newcastle, um, Leeds, they're all well-known for getting right behind the, right behind the players and sometimes... Managers might not like it, and I'll, I'm gonna 
I'm going to uh, end it in a minute because um, my phone's about to die. Um, but I'm so um, people need to go to bed as well. So don't worry. Can't yeah, <laughs> um, I was. I, I watch a bit of uh, American sport, and I was there was um, one of the American football managers did a little interview where he said the first game of the season, not even the first game, the first preseason friendly that they played at half time they got booed and he'd never heard anything like it and and he said I can't believe that right what had happened he said this to his wife and his wife said well did you give them anything to cheer about he said and I realised that I them lot are my customers and they tell me what what is an acceptable product and it's my job to make sure I can I give them that product he said and what happened then they went to the Super Bowl that year they didn't they didn't win it probably got booed off but um but then they went to the Super Bowl. Well, look, so, by the end of this season, Ryan, maybe we'll all be cheering our team on at Wembley. We don't know yet, do we? Maybe not. After four oh, games, we don't know, do we? What I'm saying is, booing is not the end of the world, in my opinion. I am going to have to go because my phone is about to die. Right. All right. No, no, <laughs> thanks, for that. thanks for that, What Ryan. documentary thanks. is no that, Ryan? It's... Oh, he's oh. gone. He's gone. John. You sat very patiently oh. through that. We're, uh, this is when after call last callers now. It's ten o'clock. I'm not. I'm not going beyond this. So, um, oh, is there anything? Jesus. Is there anything? Can Can <laughs> Unsworth? Um, is there anything he can do for for you personally? Sing your song. Uh, <laughs> what? That's the like, can can you be swayed? Like, or you know, you made your mind up like last Christmas. Um, is there any chance that you can, you know, like every football, every football fan, don't matter who you are, every football fan, the fickle, you're fickle, I'm fickle, Dave's fickle, everyone's fickle. Yes, he can, he probably could, he probably could sway me, but will he? For, for me, I, I probably don't think he will. Like I said, if he does, I will take that pie and I'll eat it, but. <laughs> Until the day happens, I, I, I just I can't. I can't. You know, he's, he's not. He's not the man for me. Fair enough. Yeah. All right then. Thanks for Cheers, calling, in, Dom. Thank you. Thanks. Right there we are. Sorry if you didn't then. get on. Um, was, there, was there more callers waiting, Matt? Yeah, there's more. Yeah, but I'm, it's ten o'clock, man. I'm done. No, I was only asking. Um, We've, yeah, no, we, we, I know who was waiting and didn't get on. We'll make sure that you get on next week. Um, so yeah, so there we go, Dave. That was quite a good, quite a good session. I thought quite interesting. Yeah, welcome to therapy with Dave Bradley. <laughs> I think we'll end though like this. Good night, everybody. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you.